This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to podcast episode 222. This is the Fight Disciples and this one is dedicated uh, towards the world of UFC. If this is the first time you've ever come across us, you can get us on iTunes. Fight Disciples, please search uh, and subscribe. We're here every single week talking about mixed martial arts and the like. Uh, we also do boxing shows and radio shows. There's loads of content on there for you. You can also get Android feeds via our website, fightdisciples.com. We're all over social media too, so if you like a little bit of a laugh on Instagram, at fightdisciples, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, YouTube. Uh, lots coming up on today's show because we kind of, on last week's show, talked about that new TV deal for the UFC. And we've alluded to the fact that, yes, even though everything that we told you last week is correct, there's some other little... Sprinkles of stardust to stick on the uh, yeah, I think we just got we were ahead of the game, obviously. We knew we knew, but we got we haven't said anything wrong, we've said it right, yeah, yeah, we've said it right, but but, there's more shit, but there's more to come yet. So, just give us a recap of what we said last week. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do, right? Because this is what this is the beauty of radio, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and radio presenting that was that was a tease, yeah. So, we teased it, we're going to talk about the new TV deal, yeah. But we're not going to do it right now. We're going to talk about something else. And then later on in the show, just to keep people listening, you see, having said that, though, it's a podcast. You can just fucking fast forward it, can't you? Fuck it. Let's just talk about the events of the weekend, then we'll come back to it, and then we'll preview Dillashaw Garbrandt. We should have talked about this before we hit press record. Probably. You know what I mean. Fuck it. Two-time champ. Are you ready? Yeah. You ready to roll? Go. UFC Calgary. We'll talk about that. Listen, we'll talk about the TV deal in a minute, all right? So make yeah. sure you're, uh, you're around for it because there's a lot to get through and I want you to kind of fully understand it because it is quite complicated. But we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, now, um, was Mark Goddard... Are you ready? Yep. Because I know you love him. Absolutely. Was Mark Goddard right to stand them up? I'm obviously referring to the main events between uh, Eddie Alvarez and the diamond himself, Mr Poirier. Absolutely. 100% correct. At, the right decision. At PT Editor. Don't don't tweet me. Not interested. At PT Editor if you want to give him <laughs> at, shit. At P-W-T-Y on. underscore editor. Come there at you. me, bro. There you go. Come at me. There you go. If you watch the replay of it, and there's a gif out there now of the actual moment, okay? Eddie Alvarez has got Poirier pinned up. He's over him on all you know he's squatted over him Alvarez is back as against uh, Poirier is back against the fence you can say mount people understand he's, what that yeah, is he's in full mount yeah he's got his basically got his fucking Poirier's head nose is chest high on Alvarez's chest he's above him and it's his actually the corner team are saying drop an elbow on him and he lifts his elbow points his fist to the sky and drops his elbow straight down now it doesn't matter what position you're in doesn't matter where you are a 12 to 6 elbow going from the direction 12 illegal. to 6 is illegal on any part of the body it's illegal you can't you cannot do it it's not just heads regardless the, of the fact that yeah. it doesn't hit you on the head or lands on your shoulder or hits you on the leg yeah. fucking toe doesn't matter 12 to 6 elbows are yeah. illegal it's the, in the unified rules there was a there was an incident last week at UFC Hamburg uh 12 to 6 elbows i think it was on a leg yeah i think it was in some i can't remember the exact fight because i've watched that much fights over the last couple of weeks it, there was a there was a, a lockup of legs and there was twelve to six elbows in there and there was a warning for that. So it's not necessarily what part of the body it is; it's the actual action, yeah. that thrusting of yeah. the elbow coming from number twelve on the clock down to number six on the clock. Absolutely, continuous. You reckon he was right to stand them up? Yeah, because 
And there's the caveat to that as well. So he's he's doing he's committing an illegal move with the right side of his body. When you watch the gif, look at his left hand. His left hand, he's got his fingers through the cage. Oh, yeah, he's holding the cage. Holding yeah. onto the cage. Yeah, he's the Another cage. illegal move. Yeah, yeah. So it's a double foul. Eddie Alvarez fucked up. He fucked up. He was called on the foul. And Mark Goddard, in my opinion, rightly, because sometimes if you foul, the referee will stop it and go, whoa, whoa, that was a foul. Probably are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine to continue. Okay, come back into this position. I'm not giving on. up advantage. Carry on from here. The reason he didn't is because it was a sub- it was a double substantial foul, and Poirier didn't deserve to be punished by it. It was like, right, okay, you've you've threw a twelve to six elbow there, highly illegal. Your fen- your fingers are through the fence, illegal as well. I'm standing you guys up. You shouldn't get an advantage anymore because basically you've just committed a pretty serious foul, mm-hmm. and that's why he stood them both up. I'm fucking completely cool okay. with it. Do you agree that that is the moment then that changed the Absolutely. momentum of the fight? Of course it did. Because at that moment, Poirier was sitting on the flat of his arse with his legs out straight, completely stuck. Couldn't get up because he's got the full weight of Adi Alvarez down on him. He can't roll off. His back's stuck against the defence. Getting up from that position is so difficult. Because his legs were flat. His bum was on the floor and his legs, his back of his knees were flat on the floor. Getting up when someone when you're in that position is so difficult without rolling, giving up your back, whatever it may be. He was in a really damaging situation right there. Getting stood up brought them back to a 50-50 position. But obviously Poirier, his head is clear. He hasn't been hit by the foul because the foul quite clearly doesn't land. And he takes the momentum from there and fucking, let's face it, unleashed hell. Woo! He lit the paper, man. <sighs> Threw everything, didn't he? Punches, elbows, kicks, head, body, knees, everything. To be fair to Eddie Alvarez, he's a tough motherfucker because he wasn't gotcha. you know, going anywhere. But he was just getting pummeled. His yeah. face was lit up like a Christmas tree, wasn't it? Uh, it was an absolutely outstanding performance by Poirier. But that moment... Mark Goddard's decision there. And again, 100% behind Mark, right decision, in my opinion. That did completely change the face of the fight. Mm. But then you shouldn't be blaming Mark Goddard for... for, I'm not. I I asked you a question, you (laughs) But fans shouldn't be going at Mark Goddard. Mark Goddard's not in the wrong. He is there to adhere by the rules, to make sure the fighters, sorry, adhere by the rules, and they didn't. Yeah, but Nick, right? How many times have we it's been? Do- yeah, listen. How many times have we been doing this shit where we've stated rules for yeah. reasons as to why we think X, Y, and Z? And the amount fight fans, they're so weird. It's like nobody else can have an opinion on, especially boxing. Maybe not necessarily MMA, but especially boxing. You're not allowed an opinion on boxing unless it agrees mm-hmm. with what they think, right? Yeah. Now the facts are, you've just given me the facts. The facts. It was right. It was 100 right by the letter of the, the law, law to do what he did, and we both have just agreed that the momentum of the fight was changed in that particular moment. It's not Mark's fault. No, nope. it's Eddie's fault. Don't put your hands to the fucking fence and don't do 12 to two elbows, 12 to six elbows, should I say? Because you were well on top at that point, and we might be talking about a different outcome right at this moment in time. But we're not because Poirier got a little bit of momentum. He got a, a little bit of a, a hand me up because of his opponent. And he kicked the shit out of him. That's yeah. exactly what he did. Now, let's analyse the last year to 18 months of Dustin Poirier. Fuck it, he fuck, mate. This kid is knocking on the door, isn't he? Can't deny him a title shot now, can He's you? knocking Look on the, the door. people he's beat. It's unreal. Absolutely unreal. He's lighting them all up. Crazy. Since he, since he lost to Connor, like Max Holloway, Max has been on this incredible unbeaten run. Poirier's only lost once. He's only lost to Michael Johnson. When he got when he got caught, got caught in the first round. Other than that, he's been on this fucking absolute tear. Beat Anthony Pettis. Yeah. Beat Justin Gaethje. Can I just point out just where uh, Anthony? Sorry, I know he listens to the show. Sorry, mate. 
Well, Vanity Petter's fucking resurgence himself now, isn't he? Yeah, he you is, know, yeah, back yeah. in this lightweight division. So it just when you look at who he's beat, Pettis, Geishi, Alvarez, last three fights, mate, that's fucking he, he deserves a shot. Yeah, he does. He deserves a shot. Obviously, we're all hoping Connor's gonna come back and fight Khabib, but if he doesn't, Paré should fight Khabib. Paré's in the right. If if, if Khabib, Khabibi. Khabibi. <laughs> Khabibi, where are you, baby? <laughs> Cracking call out. But if Tony Ferguson's hey, still unavailable, make the fight, man. Poirier versus Khabibi, let's do it. Let's do it, man. I'm, I'm down let's for do that. It. I'm down for that. Listen. I think Poirier's completely and utterly just rebuilt his entire career and deserves all the credit in the world for it. I know he moved home, moved over to Florida to be at ATT and all that kind of stuff, made big sacrifices, give his life a proper shake-up. He's a new dad now and everything else. His life's changed from where he was. He was just a fucking wild man, Dustin Poirier. And now, after a win like that, controversial or not. And you know what? I can see him and Alvarez going at it a third time. Um, but I just think he, he deserves it, man. He deserves a shot. Right. 100%. Yeah, I agree, mate. Uh, hands up, uh, those listening to the show, uh, that knew Josie Aldo was only 31. What the fuck? <laughs> How old does that motherfucker look? He's been around for time and yeah. he's only 31 years of age. I thought he was finished, man. I thought this was the end. This was the end. Well, he, we did, didn't we? Yeah, Both fucking last, year, about last, last week, week it was all about Little Heathen, but I'll tell you something. Go on, you can have it. You can do the body shot thing. Oh, Go on, it's all yours. What a body shot finish. What a finish. I've seen a lot of people on social media were going, fucking great liver shot. It wasn't a liver shot. Right like, down the abs, man. It was a fucking punch to the sternum. Do you know what I mean? It was one of them <gasps> that just takes the life out of you, a soul destroyer, a spirit sucker. Yeah. It was fucking beautiful. It was beautiful. And I just thought, it was it's kind of nice because as the event started, uh, I retweeted or I was like, you know, this is the night when we say farewell to Fauzi Aldo. Someone had put something along them lines, like, I feel kind of sad. It's kind of like last week, great for Anthony Smith, but a little bit sad because you're like, oh, Shogun's a legend, man. Yeah. And you don't want to see your legends fucking die. And, you know, I've, I'm not saying for a second the world's biggest Jose Aldo fan, but you're absolutely mental if you haven't got Jose Aldo in the pound-for-pound pound MMA fighters of yeah, all time. I think... Top five, ten. No, there's no, no question I mean? about He's that, fucking man. right up there. No question about Greatest that. featherweight the sport's ever seen. His performances demand that, and his record demands that. There is no doubt about that, but sadly, he ran into Conor McGregor, and, he's, and a lot of people will always define him, or at least, if it's not the first sentence, it'll be the second sentence that they speak of, that 13 seconds against Conor yeah. McGregor. They will always do that with Jose Aldo, and yeah. he's... He's Which got is it. such a shame after 10 years undefeated. It is, because he was absolutely sensational. I think that is the first time since 2009, this is how long it is, it's like nine years or something, that that's his first out-of-title yeah, fight Yeah, first non-championship fight. Since yeah. 2009, Isn't mate. that crazy? And it's his first finish for some time as well. He hasn't had one of them since 2013 or something. Yeah. So, fucking fair play, mate. I mean, he... He saved his career last night. He absolutely saved his career, yeah, of course he did. And you know what? Know what it makes me do as well? Obviously, the Connor thing, 13 seconds, That that that's not about ability. That's about preparation and letting someone get in your fucking head. So even though he will be defined by that ultimately, you can rule that one out and go, it's, it's an anomaly. You got caught, you, get, you got in your head, you come yeah. out, you did something stupid, you ran at him. But it will always be in the conversation. It ain't going anywhere. People but, will always speak about that But in terms moment. of legacy, you, sh you shouldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, You should yeah. just go, fucking, that moment, you let the blood go to your head, you've lost your concentrate. But then, the two back-to-back -back losses to Max Holloway are what made me think he's finished. Clearly, he's not finished. So how fucking good is Max Holloway? Mm -hmm. How good is Max Holloway that he beat the shit out of Aldo twice? 
twice he stopped them in the third round mm. was just better than him. And that that's another scary thought of thinking Max Holloway versus Connor would have been amazing right now. Where is Max? Is Max ever going to fight again? We don't know. He's still having tests and everything else. But it's made me appreciate Other fighters. the guy who I... I recognise Max Holloway. Regardless of what happened the weekend, I recognise Max Holloway. Today, this moment, I recognise Max Holloway and Bobby Knuckles as the two best fighters in the MMA, pound for pound. I just, I just believe their talent, technique-wise, talent, everything else, I think they're the two best on the planet. And I think the performance of Jose Aldo against Jeremy Stevens at the weekend kind of made me think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right in thinking that. Max Holloway is fucking brilliant because Jose Aldo is far from finished mm. and that body shot. Jeremy Stevens is a tough motherfucker, make no mistake. Another guy that unfortunately his incredible career will be defined by a fucking passing comment by Conor McGregor. Yeah. He will always be. Who, Who the, the fuck, fuck is, is that, that guy? guy? He will always be that. What a tough fucking break he's mm. had as well. Mm. But what a shot. Unbelievable. And what happens now to Jose Aldo? I don't know. I think a lot of it depends on Max, whether Max Holloway will ever fight again. And if he does fight again, will he ever fight at lightweight, uh, featherweight again? Mm. You'd suggest that Max, if he, if he is clear to come back, is more than likely going to have to go up to lightweight. Mm. In which case, we could see a second reign of featherweight for Jose Aldo, mm. which is amazing. Brilliant. Mm. No one's seen that coming. Now, this is a total uh, U-turn for me. Total U-turn. Because everybody knows what I feel about Johanna. Yeah. Johanna's like your MMA sexy love interest, like uh, Shevchenko's just, mine. Yeah, not just that, because she's, uh, she's a badass. She's a badass. Right? But she's... She's turning into a bit of a fucking nutcase, right? Absolutely a nutcase. Johanna, you got fucking lit up by Thug Rose. Twice. Thug Rose... Twice. ...is the queen Twice. at straw weight. Don't keep going round and trying to convince either yourself or everybody else that you're still the queen at that particular weight division. You're not. No. You've got to go and get the belt back. And it's starting to grate on me, the rhetoric that's coming out of her face now. Yeah. Just do the business in the octagon. Go and... Light some kids up. Stop some kids. I think she needs to start stopping some kids rather than having unanimous decisions and going to the going the distance. Don't get on the microphone and then tell everybody that you're still the queen. It comes across... Listen, I love arrogance. I love it. But this is fucking deluded arrogance and I, I can't be doing with it. It's getting on my tits a bit, mate. Yep. Completely agree. Completely agree. And I, you know what? I think... I don't want to see there's already a campaign now she needs a third fight with Rose no she doesn't she has a Rose... third fight with Rose and gets lit up again where yeah. does she go then Rose has fucking proved that she's the Don she's better Rose Namajunas is better than Joanna Jadrizek Joanna regardless of the performance against Tessa Torres last night doesn't deserve a shot at Rose she needs to go back and work her way back through the system again mm. I'd like to see her fight Claudia Gadea again that was a great fight first time around an absolutely brilliant fight there's She's got to prove herself as the number one contender again in the strawweight division, regardless of where the rankings may put her right now. She's got to go back and wash herself through the system. Rose deserves the chance to fight other people. And you know what? I think Joanna's got more chance of becoming champion again if Rose fights someone else. Because I think Rose has got a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Rose beats Joanna all day it's every day. It's that bogeyman situation, isn't it? That's it. She's just got her number. That mm. is it. There's nothing you can do about it. Chris Weidman ultimately had Anderson Silva's number. That's it. He'd beat him every day of the week. But then Chris Weidman, has, it's played out that Chris Weidman isn't suddenly untouchable. Yeah. He was just built to beat Anderson Silva. Mm. He did his job. But now the division's moved on about six different people since then. Mm. And I think likewise, <clears throat> Rose has got Joanna's number. 
But Rose will struggle against other opponents. That's why she's not undefeated. I think Joanna should concentrate on going in a different direction, waiting until a belt leaves Rose and, and then go will. Then, and then it go will, after it. It will at some will. point. Of course it will. Mm. Um, there were a lot of other tremendous fights on this card. If you haven't seen it yet, I, I thoroughly encourage you to maybe go back on your planner and have a little bit of a nosy at it because there's some crackers. Some good shit, yeah. And what I would do is maybe go straight, just to wet your whistle, just go to uh, John McAdesi uh, against our very own uh, uh, Ross Pearson. The real deal, man. Fuck me. Do not do it before lunch. No. Have your dinner first. Let it settle. You know, yeah. you, don't, you don't want to be queasy you, watching no. this one. If you've got a delicate stomach, mm. don't put it on. But Mac Desi Pearson, man, what a fucking war. There's a lot of claret. Just just sums Ross up. And you know what? I love Ross Pearson. He's been brilliant to me over the years. I've got a great relationship. Obviously, his, his wife, Christy, is a ring car girl. They've got a family now. They live in Australia. Proper Mac and boy, Sunderland born and bred. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant lad, Ross. But he's looking a little bit old now, isn't he? You know, he's, he's, he's got a shaved head, but you can see it's great. It's similar to yours, actually, shaved. What are you saying? Grey around the edges. The old Ravenelli pe- peeping through there. Yeah. The old grey locks. And I think with Ross, you can see now when he fights, his, his, his mind is there, but his, his body is two or three seconds behind. Listen, it happens to everybody. It happens to everyone. I think Mac Desi, there was just occasions where he was just a bit too late reacting as reactions have slowed down. And yeah. He's been a fucking sensational servant to British MMA and it worried me last week to discover that he's still talking about getting a, fighting back into a into contention for a title shot. Um, I, I don't think Ross has won back-to-back fights in fucking... Well, let's have a quick look. Back-to-back fights last time was 2012, 2013. Nah, and then that, even that was only two. You know, the last time he put a string of wins together was back in 2009, 2010. Best part of a decade. He's been an amazing servant to this sport. One of the best p- pioneering fighter for the UK. It was kind of like Bisping, uh, Dan Hardy uh, mm. and Ross Pearson, wasn't it? You know, with that whole tough thing. He's got so much to offer the sport, certainly outside of it as well. I think he could play a huge role in the development of Australian MMA and at the top level. I, I, it's hard to watch him now because he's a mate. It's hard to watch him in wars. Even though this was a fight of the night it's award great, winning man. fucking brilliant battle with John McDessie, this is where he's got to be fighting now as well. I want to see him fighting veteran lightweights, you know. I, I would hate to see him fucking put in with, with someone like a Poirier or someone up the top of the lightweight rankings because they, they, they take him apart. But, They'd light him up. Yeah, man. And listen, he loves it. That's the problem with Ross. He fucking loves fighting. Mm. That's it. And uh, he's winning bonuses. What are you going to do? Mm. Yeah, anything else uh, wet your whistle before I move on? Uh, From Calgary? Because that was the main one for me. That was the best fight of the night. And then there were some other fantastic performances. Yeah. The other, the other, other performance was the, if you can sit, go, go back and watch the submission, the arm bar from that Islam Makhachia. It's against nice, Kajan Johnson. That was fucking absolutely outstanding. We've singled him out before. He's a training partner of uh, Khabib's, another one of these fucking Dagestani monsters. Trains out of AKA, of course. This kid's definitely a, con- a future contender in this lightweight division as well. Mm, absolutely, man. Uh, we are obviously going to be previewing TJ versus Cody. Uh, a little, TJ versus DJ. A little uh, later on in the show. Um, but right now, I think it's only fair that we get stuck into that TV deal that we were speaking about at the start of the show and on uh, and on last week's uh, programme. Um, now, just to give you a little bit of a brief synopsis, basically, the BT deal for... This is for UK, by the way. So if you listen anywhere else in the world, this might Sorry. not come into, your, <laughs> it, it come into your world, right, or your remit. Uh, but here in the UK, BT Sports 
has a deal to show UFC. It's part of your package. It's all free, right? It's all free to work. Uh, well, uh, as part of your package, your subscription package. That comes to an end at the end of the year. They are moving 100% to a company called 11 Sports. 11 Sports are a streaming company mm-hmm. uh, who have bought the rights for various European football leagues and as well as doing a deal for the UFC. This will kick in in 2019. Now, obviously, you've got to pay a subscription package for that. And as we rightly reported last week, uh, there will be added costs on top of that for the big pay-per-view events. So, for example, UFC 227, UFC 228, UFC 229, you will pay a premium for it on top of seeing fights from UFC Hamburg throughout the course of your normal subscription. That's what we reported last week. And outrage has kicked off. People have been tweeting us, getting involved with us, going crazy for us, saying, lads, this is ridiculous. This is going to end my love of the UFC. I've only really come to the UFC after listening to your boxing show. You kept whacking on about UFC, so we've come across to listen to the UFC show. Then we've fallen in love with it. Now we're watching it. We're getting it part of my BT package. Now you're telling me I've got to pay extra for it. I don't love it that much. End of chat. Bang. And that's kind of where we were talking last week about the growth of it here in the yeah, UK. Being stunted. Being stunted, mate. Because we're at, the, we're at a moment now where it could go one of two ways. Yeah. And we were saying on last week's show that this is a bad move for fans here in the UK. Because of the time difference, nobody's getting up at three o'clock in the morning to pay a pay-per-view. Unless it's fucking ridiculously massive, right? Yeah. Absolutely. However... Nicky, no. Nicky boy, right? This lad here, connected, isn't he? He used his old journalism head. Since he's been knocking about with me for two and a half years, he's been a bit fucking uh, vacant, right? Just <laughs> chatting normal shit. But then every now and again, he knocks about with his journalist mates and he goes into journalist mode where he's uh, maybe dropping the odd bomb here, there and everywhere or maybe just coaxing an answer out of certain executives at the very highest levels of TV company. I'm going to shut up now because I'm going to let him continue to tell you the story. This will be quite good for you, so do bear with the story because even though everything that we've told you so far about 11 Sports and the deal yeah. is correct, there are add-ons. Here yeah. we go. So we were we were on the money. UFC is going to 11 Sports for the UK market and there will be a subscription fee for 11 Sports. If you want to go away and put 11 Sports on your iPad tomorrow, you will pay a subscription fee. There will be pay-per-view events added on top of that with a pay-per-view broadcaster in the UK. However, as you pointed out then, it will be similar to boxing. It will only be for fucking Anthony Joshua-style fights. It will only be for the big boys. Let's face it, Connor. We've got to pay extra for Connor. But all the numbered events will not strictly be pay-per-view. I.e. this weekend, TJ versus this, Cody. This may well not be a pay-per-view. I would hazard a guess that Cormier Stipe probably might have been. I don't know. But I'm hearing that it's more like three, maybe four, pay-per-view events in the UK. All the others will be part of your 11 sports package. So that's different from what we however people we are still, still still going yeah but you're, you're still asking me to pay an extra subscription give them the give them the fucking juice Nick. okay so give them the juice man you're squeezing my balls so, give it me so listen what i'm hearing is and talks at an advanced stage the ufc haven't even announced this yet but what i'm hearing is if you currently have sky or virgin you'll get 11 That's it's going to be part of your, of your package so Kind of right now, if you've got Sky at home or Virgin at home, like if you've got Virgin, you get BT Sport free. If you've got Sky, you have to pay extra for BT Sport. <clears throat> all these nooks and crannies. But you'll probably all have Eurosport. Eurosport is a channel within your sports section that's free if you're on Virgin or you're on Sky or whatever. 
that's where that's where they're going to drip eleven sports into. So where we were saying last week, wait a minute, only BT Sport right now, only people with BT Sport can watch Sky, can watch the UFC. It's the only way you can watch it in the UK, and you have to pay for that. Now there's about six, seven million subscribers to BT Sport in this country, so the UFC maximum is about six, seven million. That's if everybody has got BT is like fuck me, yes, I'm watching this fight. Then that's our max. That's the max for UFC. By doing this 11 sports model, yeah, we're moving to a different channel. Yes, instead of going to BT Sport, we're now going to have to go to... We've done it before. We had Santa. Yeah, exactly. We've had all sorts of random once you shit. Get it, once it's saved on your planet, who gives a fuck? The difference here is, if you've got Sky, you will have 11 sports. And if you've got Virgin, you will have 11 sports. That's where... This is why it hasn't been announced right now. This is literally... There's, wet, there's ink wet on contracts right now. This is where they're hoping to be with it. What that will do is, instead of having six or seven million potential home audience... Throw your sky in now as well. Potential audience of 20 million plus. So the UFC, in fact, we were th- worried it was going to get more niche, actually becomes even bigger. More accessible. More accessible. And as well as that, which is another little cherry to took on top of it at the moment, if we're really, really honest, and this is, and I'm not playing anything down because the investments into football for BT Sport, you get the fights and you get a little bit of something online from Dan and John, don't you? Yeah. Is what you get as part of their UFC programming. Yeah. These dudes are going for it. Well, apparently... What I'm hearing is 11 Sports want... What we were, actually, we said last week, IMG own 11 Sports. They don't. I looked into that. IMG have got a stake, but they certainly don't own it. They've, they've got, got an a, interest. They've got an interest in it. But what, I've, what I'm hearing is 11 Sports are going to focus a lot of energy in UFC broadcasting content. They're going to put local content on, more magazine shoulder programming, which is fucking ace, you know? So... So right now, for example, I'm just trying to paint a picture for people listening to this that are thinking, right, okay, right, I'm, I'm kind of with you. You would, for example, last night's card mm-hmm. in Calgary happening in the early hours of the morning. You might not be staying up for that. Yeah. But the day after, or the or, or, or there will be something available for you, i.e. a UFC match of the day show. Yeah. All right? Fuck so yeah. So you don't How have awesome to sit. That be? So, so a lot of fans might not necessarily want to sit through the whole fucking card yeah. because a lot of it can be a bit shit. But if you've got a match of the day show the morning after and you go, oh, I'll just catch up on the UFC, what happened last night? Yeah. Bang. And then some geezer said, mate, whatever happens, go and fucking watch this knock. It's absolutely, absolutely. unbelievable. That's better for the growth Fuck of the yeah. sport. Of course. So regarding cost to you, the consumer, now I'm assuming, I'm taking for granted you've got Sky because the majority have or yeah. Virgin or some type of platform if you, like if you, that. If you're a fan of UFC, obviously you've either got Sky or Virgin. Otherwise you ain't watching it in the UK. Or BT. Oh, sorry. You've either got Sky and you subscribe to BT, or you've got Virgin, which is free BT. So nothing's going to change. Well, there is a slight change. You might have to pay for Connor. Exactly. Right, that's it. That's it. So last week, we gave you one side of the story, yep. and that is true. That That is a thing that you can have if you want to go and buy an 11 Sports subscription. Yeah. Or if you've got Sky, and they can sort this deal out with Sky that 11 Sports comes as part of your Sky package... You don't pay anything extra other yeah. than maybe a pay-per-view show for Conor McGregor. Yeah. It's like, and this is going to fucking bug the shit out of me saying this, it's like the WWE model. Yeah. So you're getting all your, uh, what do they do, Raw? I think so. All TNT that. or is, uh, that, is, that, is that? Well, whatever. People well, who, who are interested will know what yeah, we're talking yeah. about. You, get you have look- to pay for WrestleMania. There you go. So the pay-per-view could, could be anywhere. I don't know where that's going to end up at the moment. Um, but as another sidetrack, and this is something we spoke about in the show last week, if you don't have Virgin and you don't have Sky with BT or whatever, and you're and but but you consume your UFC content maybe through Fight Pass, you've got a Fight Pass subscription on your laptop or your iPad. Yeah. 
Fight Pass is going to also have all the all the shows on Fight Pass you can watch live in the UK. You never told me that. Similar week. model. Look at you. So talking. Fight Pass is very much going to live on into the future. Fight Pass is your option. You can pay five pound a month, keep Fight Pass, and watch everything through your laptop or your, or your iPad. Everything's going to be there. Again, the only thing you have to pay extra for pay-per-view. is Connor pay per views, Connor style pay per views. Yeah, of which there'll be three or four a year. You know. It had the model was always going to change, and I think now from last week we were going fucking hell. It's going even more niche. Less people are going to watch it. Come on, we want more people to watch it. When you think about it, you think well, it's a fucking billion dollar business. They bought it for four billion. Why would they put it into a smaller shop window? They're not eleven sports. If everything plays out the way it should do, and listen, this is unconfirmed. The UFC hasn't confirmed all this yet. This is all what I'm hearing. If everything falls into place, the UFC will be available to everyone who's got Virgin who's got Sky, mm. or who may want to just stick with their Fight Pass account. There you go. So hopefully Exciting. that clears it up. I know that there's a little bit on social media, and you'll probably find out about that, what, in about two months? <laughs> that's normally when we break something. That's our Couple normal, of weeks early. Yeah, that's our normal thing. I about think the UFC are going to announce 11 Sport this week. It, there's going to be an announcement. Yeah. But I doubt it'll have that much detail. Right. So there you go. You're ahead of the game. You know what's, yeah. co- you know what's coming. Just sit tight, man. So I told everyone to chill, man. Told everyone to chill. Have just, faith. Just sit tight. Uh, and let's talk about something else, eh? TJ versus DJ. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Why is that not work? Why is my buttons not working in the fucking studio? TJ versus DJ. So- oh no, it's not TJ versus DJ, is it? Because DJ hasn't got a set of balls. So instead, it's TJ versus Cody. God damn it! What are you doing over there? I'm just. I want to know why my fucking shit's not working here. Have you been playing with my bloody system? Eh? You fucking. That's none of this. My buttons are working. I'll tell you something. This studio shit. I'm not going to fucking knock about you anymore. What I wanted to play was the Dallas theme tune once again. Dun, dun. Because dun, dun. How, ran, how random was it that we finished the show last week, alluding to the fact that it was on. Yeah. We I dropped know. the podcast. We're good, aren't we? And then one minute later, they confirmed the fight. I was like, going, yeah, boy. We are off to Texas. Darren Till, Taron Woodley for the welterweight championship of the world. Do you know something? I'll tell you what is funny. I'm getting a 20 gallon hat at the moment I get off the plane. I'll tell you what is fucking funny, right? As soon as it dropped, I couldn't get hold of Nick Pete. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? What, what's he doing, right? That evening, he comes back. He comes back online from wherever he had been. He'd come back with flights. He'd come back with hotel costs. He'd come back with stopovers. He'd come back with ideas for ticket giveaways. He'd come back with... I'm thinking, what? Is it, have you been fucking doing that? Have you taken a day off work just to do this? You gone crazy last week, didn't you? I was. I was so fucking excited. It was unreal. The first thing I'd done is marched upstairs, because we moved house, marched upstairs, went into the fucking cabinet, found me passport, stuck it next to me bed. Like, that is it. That is the outer reach of the kids, by the way. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. And then the next fucking day, I went straight to the gym. Then night to spend the day with Dad until. Oh, what a fanboy! Oh, yeah. What a fanboy! And you know what? I, we last couple of years, you know better than anyone. T Woods, my my dog. We're boys, man. We are brothers. But you wanted to get lit up, don't but you? But it's going to get lit up. <laughs> it's going to get lit up by my real brother in arms, Mister Dad until. It's a great fight. I'm so happy for Dan it's been made. And you know what? Let me, in fact, let's talk about it because we talk about missing weight all the time. And I've said on this show, if you miss weight, you should not qualify to fight for the title in that weight class. Automatically, you should be like, right, okay, you failed to make weight, in this case, welterweight. 
You've now got to win a fight where you do make 170 or 171 non-title. You do make weight before you now are suitable to fight for a title. And you know what? I stand by that. I stand by my thoughts on that. But I don't make the fucking decisions. The UFC do. When the cap fits, Nick. <laughs> I'm telling you. Fuck me. We get accused of fucking biased all the time, mate. Now you're just making it worse. <laughs> I think it's outrageous. What are you but it's fucking talking brilliant. about? Why are you talking to that Rocky Fielding and not mentioning his WBA regular belt? Eh? Why are you not doing that? That's on our boxing show, by the way. <laughs> Dan until Miss Wait, you lads said that they shouldn't be getting a title shot. He's a fucking scouser, isn't he? That's what happens, man. Well, as Darren said, though, and you know, I did an interview. In fact, I'm going to play it out on our Radio City Talk show, so tune in for that this week. I'm going to play out. I only got, did 10 minutes with him. But, um... But he, I, yeah, Darren's opinion no, was, because I put that to him. Wait I was like, how do you feel about that? That, that interview, I'll, I'll save you the fucking pleasure of listening to that interview. It sounds a little bit like this. <laughs> Darren, just get your cock out of my mouth. <laughs> Well, you know what? You haven't, you haven't even fucking listened to the interview, and when you do, you'll take that back because I put it to him, yeah. and I was like, you know, what did you say? You don't fucking deserve this shot. You never made one seventy. You didn't say it like that. Well, I said you, you did know, not. Fans say are it saying. Like that. <laughs> some fans are saying Somebody, you don't deserve a Dave shot. Dave on our social media <laughs> yeah. has sent me a message saying Dave right you up. don't deserve a shot. What have you got to say to Dave? <laughs> I did do it like that, but still, he was like, "Fuck, Dave." Fuck everybody. <laughs> Who the fuck's Dave? <laughs> Dave, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but that, Darren Till was like, Who the, what the fuck do you expect me to do? Do you think I care? Do you think I care that people think he never made weight though, so why, why should he get it? He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, they rang me when he went to Vegas for fight week. And this is, again, I'll play it out on our Radio Sid Talk show. <laughs> when they rang me for fight week, don't that's disgusting. I'm just making the sound though. But... When it, Till was out in Vegas, he got sounded out then. They said, we're offering it to Kobe. He's making funny noises. If he doesn't want it, it's going to bounce straight to you. And Darren was like, man, hit me, I'll do it. Six weeks notice, I don't give a fuck. And then they rang him and he was like, yeah, of course. So he was, his old rhetoric is, if they did, if I had knocked it back then, if I had gone, okay, well, I never made 170, no. so why the fuck should I take it? Give it to someone else. Who else is going to fight him? Do you want to see Wonderboy part three? No, don't want to see that. Don't Nobody wants to see, see that. Don't Nobody wants to see Usman. No, don't want to see it. Let's exactly. Colby Covington, your shit house. Why did you bottle it? I don't know. Dan until steps up to the playlist. Don't Absolutely, we got we got a fucking war. We got a Dallas who shot your ma. Uh, quick one, Conor McGregor. He uh, pleads guilty to a little bit oh, of no. uh, all sorts of random shit, but uh, he's opened New York himself- Court come down heavy, man. He's uh, opened himself up to a couple of lawsuits as uh, as Conor. And uh, do you reckon if you went into New York City? Attacked a public bus with a metal dolly, smashed a few windows, glassing a few people's faces, got arrested. You reckon you'd get five days community service or no charge, no felony What's fucking your charge? Fuck, mate? What's your fuck? Right, so oh, he's pleading man. guilty to disorderly conduct. He, he will uh, serve five days of community service. He's going to attend anger management. Yeah, right, of course he is. Uh, he has been dismissed of all felony charges uh, and he won't have a criminal record. Therefore, uh, no visa issues for him yeah. to be able to fight in the UFC. But it does open himself up to lawsuits from the people like Chiesa, for example, yeah. who uh, ended up losing wages, getting a few cuts off uh, uh, the back of uh, Connor's silliness. Now... This kind of plays into the lovely hands of Dana White and Sean Shelby and all the boys at the UFC who are trying to get Conor McGregor back into the UFC for a bit of a scrap. That's what we want to see. And I'm led to believe that UFC 229 Las Vegas uh, is the targeted date. I think it's October the 6th, if I'm not mistaken. That's what they're working towards. There is no deal in place as of yet. Uh, But all the noises 
or positive? Book it in, baby. October the 6th. I'm just a bit gutted. Why? You know why I'm gutted? Because you want fucking Christmas Day. I can't wait, mate. I Let's want, have it I early. Want UFC 232 on fucking... Christmas Day. New Year's Eve Eve. That'll do me. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to get picky. And I don't want it in Vegas. I want it in Moscow. I want Rocky fucking four played out for real. That's what I want. I don't give a fuck. Just get it on. That's what I want. Just get it on. Anyway, great uh, that uh, the, there are positive noises coming out of Connor's camp. And obviously, Khabib's 100% going to take it. He wants it. So uh, let's get that fight made. Let's get it on. Yep. Uh, this week, TJ versus Cody part two. First time round, we predicted it and got it right. Yep. Let's see if we can do it again. And I'm, I said on the boxing show that I made predictions at the weekend with my head, got them all wrong. So I'm going to go with my heart. Are you ready? This is what I want. This is what I'm buzzing for. I want Cody to knock him out. Yeah, me too. How <laughs> <laughs> fickle are we? So fickle. Last time, Cody were a dickhead. So we thought, go on, TJ, spark him. And he did. So we might get a little bit of a, a, third, yeah. a third whack at this if, uh, if Cody can turn the tables. I just think it's a, it's a fucking. It's a brilliant matchup. There's so much, there's so many miles in this fight because of the background and the the, the styles, the way they fight as well. I just think I, I want a rubber match. That's the only thing I want. I want Garbrandt to win in sensational fashion, purely so we get part three. Pure because you know Dominic Cruz has patched up body man. He, he's no, not I like it. He, he can't he can't hang with these I guys. I like this. I like that rhetoric. I want these guys yeah. to fight again. It's a good I want story. three fights, man. It's fucking brilliant. And you know, old Yellowbelly in the co-main, he ain't gonna step up to bantamweight, is he? Which he's shown his two colours. So I just I, I want Cody to win. I want him to have his moment because then you've got to see the rematch. And don't forget the way Dillashaw like these two fucking hate each other. Yeah, they absolutely hate it's each other. Gonna be a good week. This week's going to be so entertaining. They're just going to go for each other. It's going to be massively explosive. I just hope we don't get cursed because we've had a good couple of runs there. We had two events now without any pullouts. Three, three, three events without pullouts. Three on the spin Shit. where nobody's missed weight and there's been no pullouts. Wow! Come on, boys, don't let us down. We yeah, need this. fingers crossed. We do. Yeah, in fact, yeah, we do. Uh, Mighty Mouse. No one gives a fuck about that fight. That can fall <laughs> off. Fuck can't you. It? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Yellow belly, showing his two colours, not interested whatsoever. I actually want Hendri- uh, Sajudo to do oh, the business. That would be amazing, That would, would be sensational. That would be absolutely I sensational. I can't see yeah. it, but I really hope so. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking down the card, I see Brett Johns' name. Yes. Exciting time. Crazy pikey motherfucker. <laughs> we love Brett Johns. Absolutely bonkers. Mad as a box of frogs. Nobody knows what he's going to do next, not even Brett. Obviously, his momentum, 15-0 and run into the UFC, momentum grinded to a halt against Aljamain Sterling back in April, and uh, he needs to bounce back and bounce back in style, but he's been given a good opponent in Pedro Munoz. My only fear is Pedro Munoz is like the bastard child of Kenny Johnson, the fucking absolute res- wrestling extra- coach extraordinaire. And... Um, but then again, Brett's background is judo and grappling anyway, so maybe it won't be too much of an issue. But that, I think, could well be fight of the night. I'm really looking forward to it. Let's get a calf slicer, man. That's what oh, we need. Man. Another calf Sensational. slicer. Uh, Cubby Swanson as well, kicking off the main card. Well, hang on, hang on. On Cubby yes. then. On Cubby. If Cub wins, mm-hmm. Jose Aldo? Oh, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? Let's play that back. Because what did that? That finished in like 10 seconds, didn't it, the first time round? Yeah, again, Cubby's like, you know, he's a top contender. He's right up there, but he's um, 
you know, he's always struggled just to break through with that big breakthrough fight. Yeah, but with where Jose's at right now, that I think that's a mint fight. It's an amazing fight, you know. The, I think their first fight, don't forget, that was fucking 10 years ago. It wasn't even in the UFC, that was in WEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a brilliant fight. And you know what? We wouldn't put it past Cub if he can get the job done this weekend to actually call Jose out after a performance like that from Jose Aldo. And I think that fight would be made. I think Jose would go for it as well. Mm. Oh, it's a fucking great shout. A great shout. What uh, What else is catching your whistle there? Um, what, what, are we, what even is that saying? Catching, I, didn't, I just catching meant that your whistle. Catching your whistle. Catching your, I was going to let it slide, to be honest. Nah, I'll, I'll fucking pull myself up, mate, on that. Yeah, absolute um, nonsense. What's taking your fancy? Um... Thiago Santos against Kevin Holland in the middleweight division. I like Thiago Santos. I think he's a, you know, he's a guy that had a real bit of momentum behind him. Beat Anthony Smith, you may recall. Um, Different weight though, for Anthony Smith that is. Yeah, yeah, it is now. Yeah, and Anthony Smith's obviously moved up and found himself. But I've always fancied Thiago Santos as a bit of a, if he could get his shit together to climb back on top. And there's a reason why he's been well matched here. But Kevin Holland's an absolute beast as well. So. Uh, yeah, man. It's a decent card. It's a, a bit of a sleeper card. Obviously, It's all about the main event. It's man. all about the main event because that's where the, rhetor- the rhetoric is, obviously. Cubby Swanson, again, that would be awesome. Brett Johns, amazing. I think they're the best fights, to be totally honest with you. I no doubt that uh, our social media is going to be absolutely battered with people uh, talking to us about Mighty Mouse, but we don't give a fuck. It doesn't, no. it doesn't entertain me. I'm not interested. I think I'm, I'm over it now. He's fighting a guy he beat in one round. Again, for his next defence, because he refused to fight Demetrius Johnson. Sorry, TJ. He is Demetrius Johnson. I'm talk- sorry, I'm talking about Demetrius Johnson. You talk- Stay away from TJ and DJ here till late in the day. No, no, you just said he refused to fight Demetrius Johnson, but he is Demetrius no, Johnson. No, sorry, Demetrius Johnson refused to fight TJ. That's what, I said. that's what I was crazy yeah. for, you bellend! And that's why he's fighting fucking Sejudo, right. who he's already beat inside one round. Right, right. And okay, Sejudo's won some since. But I've seen nothing from Sejudo that makes me think he can beat Demetrius Johnson. Well done. Got there in the end. Yeah. Fast forward that fight if you're watching it again. I'm just not interested. I'm just not interested in Demetrius Johnson beating up the same people over and over and then having the fucking audacity to march around like he's the goat just because Joe Rogan said, oh, here he is, the greatest of all time. He's brilliant. He's this. Is he fuck? Is he fuck? He's a big fish in the smallest pond in the sport. I love uh, there's certain um, triggers for you, right, (laughs) on this show. There's certain things that I can say, and I don't have to say anything then for about 20 minutes. I just shut the fuck up and let you rant. I'll eat my words if he moves up. I'll eat my words. And worst thing is, TJ offered to move down, and he still went there. He's still going. He's still going at it. Yeah, yeah. Still fucking going. It annoys me, man. He's still going. How good could he be? (laughs) Let it go. How good could he be, though, if he had a fucking set of balls? Watch this. If I'm quiet for long enough, he'll go again. He could stay <laughs> a flyweight for the next five years and stay undefeated, and I still will not give him props for it. But if he moved up and had one fight at bantamweight against the bantamweight champion, even if he lost it, I'd be like, I'll, I'll put you on the pound for Pat Nobles, but I'll, I'll rank you higher because of it. And people have the audacity <laughs> to put Demetrius Johnson 
above Max Holloway. It's been an oh, absolute Robert pleasure doing the show uh, for you, <laughs> doing the show for you this week. If you want to subscribe, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, you can do it via uh, iTunes, Fight Disciples. Uh, all Android feeds are at fightdisciples.com. At Fight Disciples on all social medias. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.